So what do you see people doing right now? And how could they work to really understand the boundaries that they personally have? I think, first of all, like take an inventory of what triggers you. It's layered, right? So getting to know our inner world and saying, I don't hang out with these people because I don't hang out with her or them or him or whatever, because they bring this up. They trigger me. And when they trigger me, I think about this and I feel like this. And when I feel and think about this, I say and do these things like before you set a boundary, think about the chain of events that take place inside of you when you're triggered. I feel this way. I think this way. Therefore, I speak about this and I act in this way. Cool. Take ownership. Take radical sensibility that those things, those feelings, those demons, that textured crunchiness, Mm -hmm. it's already inside of you. No one can put a seed of crunch inside of you. No one can put a seed of anger and hatred and despair and hopelessness and depression, blah, 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 blah. The list goes on inside of you. It's all your work. Mm -hmm. So boundaries have to be dirty but flexible yes i think i always talk about them being like bamboo strong and powerful and weather resistant but also very flexible it it goes along for me with the whole space of like i'm an empath and that's my superpower yeah yeah i have boundaries i'm an empath and boundaries they go so hand in hand which i think it's all ways of bypassing you getting to know your shit yeah getting to know yourself if you are wanting to set boundaries like see how your mom triggers you your partner your friends this thing, that thing, see how like all the triggers that take place and then take inventory. Okay. When that happens, this is what comes up for me. Okay. When that comes up for me, I do X, Y, and Z. Before you go off blaming them, realize that every seed that's in the garden of our inner world requires enough sunlight and enough water to sprout and come true and become a reality. And that person may be just showing you with a little bit of water to the seed that's inside of you, something that you're unwilling to look at. So thank you for triggering the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Instead of me saying, I won't do that, you're not getting to know yeah. your shit. And the entire purpose of healing is to meet your shadow. It's just to integrate the aspects of you that to you To have hate. more wholeness. Wholeness. Yeah, wholeness. You know? mm-hmm. Control and its bypass. And like even example, there was a girl that messaged me the other day. She's in our space. And I didn't reply for a few days or maybe even a week. I just, it kind of missed. And I then replied and she's like, oh, hey girl, like, I, no, I respect your boundary. I'm like, I just didn't reply. Like, what are you talking, like, where's the world where we're like, this isn't a boundary. Yep. It's like, yeah. no, I'm just, I, I'm taking a moment to reply. That's right. Or like, where are people using boundary as a form of controlling other? Where it's like, you know, this is a boundary. Because mm-hmm. the boundaries for me are the way I'm going to interact with you are going to change. Not you are not forced to interact with me differently. Mm-hmm. I will change. So mm-hmm. if I don't want to hang out past eight, I'm going to say, hey, you know, that doesn't feel good to hang out past eight, whatever that is, but I'm not asking you to change. And I think so many people want the world to change for them, but they don't want to change for the world. So they don't want to look at themselves. They don't want to understand themselves. They don't want to like really get to know what that is there. And now basically boundary is that word where I'm just like, we can't really use it anymore because it's so misused. I'm so happy you're saying all this. I want to say this, just a little like side note. Yes. When we have been violated, assaulted, deeply hurt, all the capital T trauma experiences that really makes us feel like completely discombobulated, having boundaries to create a safe environment for you to find your center for you to meet yourself again, for you to come back into your body, Mm -hmm. then yes. Mm -hmm. If your boundaries are helping you to come back into your body, yes. But if your boundaries are keeping you in this like conceptual 
efforty thinking your way out of your suffering, then then no, girl, don't do it. It's yes. you're bypassing the true work. Yep. So if it's going to create the environment for safety where healing can happen, do it. And then at some point, you got to test. Okay, cool. I've had these boundaries. That means I'm not seeing this sort of outer boundaries, right? Not you having this kind of diligent self-respect mm -hmm. to stop certain behavior, right? That's a self-boundary. But the outer boundaries will be like, I don't hang out with these people. I don't see that person. I don't talk to these people when they say this. Like all the kind of outer boundaries that we see out in the world. Test your material. If you said no to all of this and you said, I can't do any of that because that's a boundary. And then you have gone into a place of self-reflection, of self-revelation, of embodiment, and you have actualized the things that you said, those boundaries will help you actualize, then now test. Mm -hmm. Is it embodied? It can only be embodied in relationship. Mm -hmm. So you can't say, I'm more compassionate, I'm kinder, more forgiving, I'm more patient. And then you go out to hang out with the people who triggered you in the past and you have no patience for them. Mm -hmm. You have no forgiveness for them. You have no kindness for them. So it's not embodied. It's very outside of the scope of being relational. And true healing is only when we can experience in a way that's beneficial for all people. Mm -hmm. you know, does that make sense? Yeah. And I think to the empath thing, I think people use it as a way to like claim victim, to be like bad vibes, can't be around. I'm an empath. I feel bad vibes. Or I'm an empath. I need to have certain boundaries. And it's like, I am someone that is a deep feeler, but I've really had to understand like the subtle nuances of energetics mm. to really mm. understand what I was saying mm. or understand what was going on. As humans, we all are impacted by energy. All of us are. I think we have varying degrees, but I do feel like a lot of words in the space just get overused and it just becomes something that is such a bummer for me because then I'm like, oh, I never want to say that again. You know, you just become over things. You're like, I'm done. I'm over it. But mm -hmm. for people and their bypassing, what would you say to them? Like, how can they recognize when they're bypassing? What are some signs? When they're constantly blaming the world for how they feel. That's like the number one thing. If your entire vocabulary and your inner vocabulary, it's mm -hmm. all about blaming the world, then you're massively bypassing, mm -hmm. looking inside. Let every experience be the gateway for you to get to know yourself. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong. Well, before we got on the record, we were saying like, mm -hmm. sometimes I just want to sit around and eat the fucking cookie and just watch four just, episodes of yes. whatever the fuck. Yes. You know, because we don't want to be like in this constant state of self-revelation. Yes. It's exhausted to be a mystic. But it's the only thing I want to do. Yeah. It's the only thing that helps me to come alive. Mm -hmm. And the empath thing too, I just want to say, it's important that we are recognizing that our empathy is not a superpower. Our empathy is a basic human quality. Mm. Now, compassion is a superpower. Mm. You got to change your vocabulary there. To say you feel the feels of everybody and you go into a place and you feel the vibes, whatever, like that's a basic human quality. That's not a superpower. Mm -hmm. However, there is varying degrees. Some people, they can feel the pain of someone that owned all the side of the world. They can mm -hmm. feel the pain of the entire world. They can feel the pain of their neighborhood. They can feel the pain of they're having a dinner party and they can actually tune into every person. Like there's varying degrees. Mm -hmm. However, if you call yourself a mystic, if you call yourself someone on the healing, the spiritual transformational path, it's important that you are always alchemizing, transmuting, having this capacity to feel the feelings of other people. Mm -hmm. And if it sticks if it lingers in your system, it's because it's called forth your own shit. So that's when you mm -hmm. got to do the alchemical work. That's when you got to breathe, mm -hmm. meditate, pray, chant, mm -hmm. dance, do all the fucking things. So you can be like, oh, wow, me feeling their anxiety 
called my own anxiety. So therefore I have to like work with my anxiety. And a lot of the times it's, oh my God, I don't want to be around any of these people because they're so anxious. They're so depressed. They're so this, they're so that. It's no, what they're doing is calling you to meet a part of you that you're unwilling to name and be with and integrate. Mm -hmm. So that's the empath thing that we need to then utilize that to go into compassion. Compassion is two, two sides, self-compassion and outer mm -hmm. compassion or inner compassion or outer compassion. Mm -hmm. That's what we need to do. It's like, if someone is, if you're picking up that they are in a spiral, if you're picking up that they are in a moment of dissociation, disconnected, not on their body, instead of you doing the thing that we do so often, punish people mm -hmm. for not being in their bodies, punish people for not being present, punish people mm -hmm. for multitasking their way through life, punish people for creating a trail of chaos. Instead of you doing that, you felt their anxiety and now I feel my own anxiety. Yes, that's right. See if you can, in that same breath, use your tools, go into your spiritual fanny pack, work through your own anxiety, and in that same breath, reach out. Mm -hmm. How can I help? This is where we draw the line between personal development and mysticism, personal development and spirituality. It's personal development is very much about me, mine, I, yeah. boundaries, empath, da, 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 get away from me. I, mm -hmm. I need to go into my own little glass tower to heal. Mm -hmm. Liberation work is like, okay, in the same breath or spiritual work, it's in the same breath. I'm feeling your pain. I'm noticing that you're discombobulated. I'm noticing that you're triggered. And that called forth my own triggers. That called forth my own discombobulation, my own crunchiness. Okay, cool. I've got work to do right now for me for this to come up and out. And as it comes up and out, we allow the self-revelation, the mysticism, the, our capacity to transform what is in that moment and still offer a hand. Mm -hmm. I think we have to arrive at a place where we're able to care for the other the ways that we would care for ourselves. Mm -hmm. That is the common denominator in every major ancient tradition. Mm -hmm. It's compassion is the common denominator. Mm -hmm. If you're not caring for other people as a way to care for yourself, then you're missing the plot. Service is the gateway to God. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.